going? What's going on, guys? Welcome hey. to the Young Mind Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Hopefully everything is going splendid, and if things are going shitty, this is great, because guess what's on the other side? Oh, a great podcast? A, a great feeling? A great podcast, but a great know. feeling. Oh, there you For go. For every low, we're going to have a high, <laughs> and it is up to you to fail, and then maybe after that failure, you learn something about your process, and maybe there needs a little fixing, so you should probably go and fix it. Okay, so wow, you're coming in hot right now, Frank. Yeah, man. You're coming in hot. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we are going to give you a little overview of what we were talking about in the podcast. Uh, this podcast today was a little bit, it was, uh, fueled by our previous little, uh, activity that we did. We went to the bank and we opened up an account for the young minds. Uh, we go into detail about that a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're looking to expand our young minds brand and we want to create a platform for people to kind of congregate under and, Share ideas, listen to what we have to say, give us feedback, and do your own research. Uh, we have a whole explanation. Yeah, so with this into. discussion, we basically talk about the future of Young Minds, mm-hmm. the, the near future, not the yeah the vast future. But we're drawing sketches of the future. Yes. And, this is and it's all good stuff, and we kind of get into a motivational speech about opening your mind to things and having stigma and what failure is. Mm-hmm. If it really means failure, mm-hmm. if there's such thing as failure, and then we also randomly touch about aspartame. Yes, because <laughs> that is super important. We've been—I've had these aspartame. You've had notes those on my notes phone, for a while, but uh, didn't go into heavy science because the second I was about to read it, I go a little too deep for me. But this was something that I was able to at least take in myself, and That's then good. I am like the digestive enzyme for you guys. I'm going to take this really complex molecule and I'm going to break it down to something oh. that you can apply to yourself. So uh, hopefully I, we did a good job and, uh, you know, just keep learning, keep listening and do your own research after you hear things. We don't claim to know everything and we want you guys to do your own research as well. Um, and please just sit back, relax, enjoy, enjoy the what, show. Yeah, enjoy what's to come. Have fun. Wait, what is this feeling in my brain? It feels, it feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. Okay, well, let's just on right now. Yeah. Um, so. Are you still feeling weird from, like, before? From before? Okay, so, yeah, that, that was a, <laughs> it's a different dose. I'm not used to it. So, for me, it was a little bit more of a, a downer for the first time. You a know? downer? So, you yeah. fell down? No way. And by down, I mean just that loss of visual acuity and like your your mental acuity. Oh, All yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. I mean, the things that you want to toggle, right? Like pre-workout, you'd want to be more engaged and more physically connected. Yeah, so, so, so for those listening, um, Frank and I, how long ago? Two hours that ago? Was, yeah, so. I'd say two hours, right? Two hours ago, we took, uh, we. Well, before we went, <laughs> we were going out to go to the, um, to the bank because we actually opened up a bank account for the business, guys. Young yeah. Minds fucking bank account. Young Minds is going to grow beyond just being a podcast. Yes. The podcast is going to be kind of the... What will it be? It would be well, kind of our center stage for the information and the the topics that we'd like to go over. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the website and we're going to have merchandise and also just have a community kind of wrapped around... Yeah, we're, we're actually creating focus. a forum to... Um, have members who mm-hmm. those members if you want more information and more from us you'll be able to get access to this forum and uh basically chat with frank and i yeah so as we grow you guys are gonna grow um we do research on a regular basis just for our own 
well-being and just for our own knowledge and we want to finally disseminate that information and give it to you guys yes and yes. the only way to do it today is with a website with an instagram with a youtube any medium that we choose and i think for the more intellectually curious mm. it'll be something that we could uh we could give them and it'll be of service to them and it'll be it's almost like a up-to-date uh research program for us but we for every week that we are discovering new things, we're going to be putting that information out. Yeah. And, well, that's know. what I would. That's what I was explaining to you earlier. I was like, the way this should run is when we study and we find something and we say, "Hey, I want to share this with you know the forum. I just found this out. Let me write an article about it and almost take a scientific study and put it in layman's turn terms and put it out there for everyone to learn and everyone to read. And if you're interested in it, you'll be part of the forum. Exactly. So it just makes yeah. sense. So, and it's basically like if you ca if you listen to our podcast and you hear some things that we're saying and you hear topics and uh, some facts that we may throw out there and you're like, wait, I want to learn more about that. Well, this is going to be like the supplemental tool to the podcast and to your lifestyle in general. I mean, for the most part, our ultimate goal, like we've disclosed a million times, is we want to be the best humans we could possibly be and with that that comes health that comes mental awareness that comes social awareness that goes towards your career what you do in your free time all these things all connect to being the best version of yourself and you know in our pursuit for for that so in our pursuit for that what we took before going to the <laughs> bank as i was saying yeah, before that up. we um what the hell do you want to call the, so, the shake you made so all right so let's first say kratom we took as we always talk we about yeah so we took kratom normally it would be like a pre-workout and a uh something that we i mean it's not a pre-workout it's not marketed as a no, pre-workout but it all. is a, it is a central nervous system stimulant to in a low dose yes so it does stimulate you and get you more sharp and more edged like it feels it, it's a good feeling but then there's a certain threshold where you no longer get that but you don't know i don't even call it a buzz because it's not you you don't get that mental acuity and that physical acuity like where you feel like you're so you're so dialed in and that only lasts so long and then there's a certain threshold where you kind of yeah. break past basically that and if it gets you take more opiate. people have said if you take more than four to five grams anything uh, yeah, over, over that four is what I mean. obviously depending on who you are and how you feel or, I mean, what you've ate before, thing. your tolerance, anything like that. Uh, anything over four to five grams will get you a more sedative feeling. Yeah. So, Frank and I, before we were going to the gym, he was like, yo, you want to take Kratom? So, I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And usually, we just have pills. We take four grams and everything's fine. You know, you don't feel a high. You're just kind of more sharp. You're, you're more sharp. You're sharper. You're uh, a little bit more happier. So, mm -hmm. Frank grabs the bag of Kratom. He grabs the uh, shaker. What do you call shaker? Cup? It was a, no, a blender. No, it was a Nutribullet. blender. Yeah, Nutribullet. it was a Nutribullet. He grabs the Nutribullet and he's like, uh, he takes a spoon, dips it in the bag of Kratom and just looks at me with the heaping mountain of Kratom on the spoon. And he's like, good? And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, good. They call that bro science. Bro science. And then boom, right into the blender with, you put fruit. So yeah, I put a avocado. pineapple. So pineapple, uh, strawberries, and... Uh, a little bit of what the fuck was the other one? There was another one. Oh, watermelon, watermelon. No, we ate those. Oh, you didn't put those blackberries. No, it's pineapple, watermelon, and strawberry. No reason at all, uh, just to give it volume and substance. And then avocado. We put an yeah, avocado, put in avocado in there. To in there. Like beef it up. Which is kind of weird. Just because it would like marry the earthy flavors together yeah, yeah, and kind of yeah. neutralize it. So it still tasted like shit. Yeah, it still tasted like absolute ass. And I put ice in it too to try to make it smooth. And lemon. Slushy. I saw you put and lemon. And lemon. Yes, yes, that was the other one. That was what I was looking for. So, so basically, we went to the bank. We talked to our, our boy Orlando. Uh, we got everything done. And on our way home, 
Well, no, when we got to your back here. Yeah. We, we were just here. like, what happened? I think it, I looked at you a, and I was like, bro, do you feel it right now? Like, it, we feel it. Like, it's I was, a slight <laughs> euphoria. There's like a slight euphoria that goes with it that I never really got from the standard two gram dose that we usually take. You know, yeah. like for as a pre-workout, that two gram dose is like in my wheelhouse. Like I feel really good. I feel dialed in. I don't feel crashed. There's nothing. I don't feel stimulated like beyond my natural limits. Mm-hmm. This I also felt the same stimulation, but there was that opiate overlay where you just feel disconnected a little bit from your body, your body, not your mind, but your body is, and like your eyes, like you're trying to. We were playing ping pong before. It was very high intense. You know. A lot of hand-eye coordination, and that was just very loose. Yeah, for I felt kind of. What I say, a um, little liquid. My eyes were lagging. Yeah, exactly. it's so weird. We probably sound like such fucking druggies. Yeah, no, right for real. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> our that, eyes were lagging. I couldn't fun. get. <laughs> I was leaking, bro. No, that was leaking funny. all my energy. No, but it as of right now we're good, we're chilling. But uh, it was like that little. I don't know. I guess it was a new peak that we've hit in a dose. And, yeah, uh, and we don't even know the dosage. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that was, but it's fine. There's no. Uh, no adverse effects. Yeah, but once again, Kratom is just like weed. You can't... Yeah. You smoke too much and you'll just... You learn your lesson. Sleep it off, yeah. That's <laughs> it's it. like, all right, well, that sucked. <laughs> Wake up tomorrow, be okay. But, uh, yeah, so I wanted to capitalize on what we were talking about before with the website. Um, we are... It is in the works, and we are looking to expand this into a bigger brand and be a little bit more inclusive for everybody. So there will be a forum where everybody could share their trials and maybe give some uh, feedback. Oh yeah. We didn't mention that. If you become a member on the forum when it's ready, you can actually create posts too and discuss, uh, discuss anything you want to discuss, honestly, whether it be fitness, health, ask questions, talk about progress. Um, even if you're questioning us and completely shutting us down on something, we'd be glad to debate you on it. We don't know everything, man. And at the end of the day, our goal is to put forward truth and to push that truth. And we are not going to let our ego stand in the way. We have nothing to guard. We're taking information from people who have done the research, the clinical research, and we're just applying that to our lives. And if we have any positive, uh, any positive results yeah. from it. Or no, a lot of it is results. definitely applied first Yeah. and then given out. Yeah. And we'll be providing workout routines on there, what we're doing with our workout routines, our nutrition, how we approach nutrition, um, and a whole a whole bunch of different uh Yeah, we need new avenues. mics. I don't know if you guys can hear this yeah. weirdness in the microphones, but don't worry. Frank and I are purchasing new microphones yeah. soon. It'll sound a lot better. Because basically what we did is, you know, when we first started this, we didn't know if it was going to be a thing. Yeah. So we're, we're, we said, okay, let's not buy $300 microphones. Let's go on Amazon and find microphones. So basically what we're talking into right now is a $50 mic. Which yeah. is super cheap in the technology world, so don't worry. Soon we will have good quality, beautiful voices. Yes, and as of right now, I mean, it it does what it does. It, it does the job. Yeah. Because like we, I said, I we weren't want. we weren't sure if how far we were gonna go with this. Yeah. The idea was, hey, let's start a podcast. What can we do? And I think the feedback so far has been pretty good. Yeah. To say to show us that hey, uh, you know, take steps, buy new mics now. Yeah, and this is uh, this is a parallel to everything in life. I mean, ultimately, we're not going to get it right the first time. You're going to fail a yes. couple times, and you know, as you can see by the structure of our podcast, we've lost a member, and we're not, you know, we're now two. We had we had yeah. three people, now we have two people. We had three kind of shitty mics, and soon we're going to have two really, really, really <laughs> good mics. And you know, we're going to keep evolving, and getting your feedback is really helpful. And you know, 
the more feedback you give, the more we're all going to learn together. And if you really want to join a community and have people who are growth-minded as well, I mean, we're, we're there for you. So without further ado, I do kind of want to talk about our weekends and, you know, what we went oh, through and what we did. It's and- so funny because you had a great weekend. And I had a great weekend too, except for yesterday. Yesterday yes. sucked. So give us a little give us a little background on why your weekend went from good <laughs> to kind of sucks, and then explain us to why it well, did suck. Because I, I know what you're saying, but I'd like because I think here. you were in this position a couple weeks ago yeah. too, or a longer than that. But I remember you talking about it. So uh, my weekends are usually filled with work, as everyone knows. I work at nights as a server. So during the day on the weekends, I just go to the gym. Everything's fine. I create content, YouTube videos. So Sunday came around, which was yesterday, and I wake up my normal 7.30, 8 a.m., whatever it was, and it was my rest day. So I didn't have, I wasn't going to the gym. Usually on my rest days, I'd even go to the gym and do like an active recovery. So I'll hit the sauna, I'll do some banded work, I'll stretch, I'll do the uh, inverted, um, what is it? Where the you, inverter. Inverter, is that what it's called? Yeah, where like, you strap in your ankles yeah, and you go, go upside down. down. Yeah, yep. just everything recovery. Um, and I didn't, I wasn't even doing that. So I woke up and, like, I guess I have to explain how I work as a person. I, on my desk is a sheet of to-do, like to-do lists. And even that to-do list is broken into segments. So I love, you know, waking up, having a to-do list. And even if it's little fucking shit, I'm just like, check it off, highlight it. Boom. I did one thing onto the next. Like shave the pubes. Dude, shave all the pubes. Like shave the entire, no, I won't go that far. Okay. But I need a reminder. But, um, I'll even go to the point where. If I'm busy doing a bunch of work and getting my to-dos done, I'll even have in my to-do list take 20 minutes to sit down and read. like or, And I'll, I'll literally take my phone out, put a timer on for 20 minutes, and read. And that's like a segment and a to-do in my day. And for some reason yesterday, I woke up and I had no YouTube video to make. I had no content to create. I had no companies to reach out to. I had, like, everything was done. I finished everything. Uh, you were gone. Caitlin was um, at work or something. I don't even remember. And just I had I had literally nothing to do. So from when, when I woke up, I didn't know. I was like, fuck, what do I do? Do I just sit and watch Netflix all day? Do I? And I was kind of just freaking out. And I don't know why I freaked out so much. But I was like, I don't know. I'm, I kind of had to I, step back and say, like, what is going on? Why am I feeling like this? What can I find myself to do? So I ended up just, like, changing the oil in my car. You know, that mm-hmm. gave me something to do. And then I walked my dog. That gave me something to do. But I was just like, the fuck am I? This is my purpose. Like, yeah. I was for some reason getting really deep into it. And I was like, no, but you should. Why you don't? Should. Because I feel like with that, it, it's a perfect analysis, right? As to how are you optimizing your life, right? Or what is your approach to optimizing your life as a whole? Because a lot of us like to, or we get caught in this this very narrow focus that like you optimizing your life means to get the most content out there to produce the content and edit the content right so whether it be youtube videos instagram whatever to do that or to research things to learn more or write articles for the website or to you know whether it be hang out with caitlin right Mm -hmm. if you guys just hung out it'd be mostly just hanging out or doing whatever the hell you guys do going to the gym right meal prepping but if you don't have those things or you don't yeah, like everything, do was everything was done everything was done right? meal prep was fucking so now finished, you everything look, so now you look at your life and you say well what am i missing right like and i'm it's more just proposing yeah, the question yeah no i guess that's how i could have been thinking but then it like, also stems that you know we live in new york right 
And for those of you who don't live here, everything is fast paced. Everything is just get done, get done, go to go do this, do this, do this. And I just had a day where none of that was there. And I don't know. I don't know how it if it affect. It's weird that it affected me, but I did kind of like step back and say, why is this affecting me? And I, I don't really know. But yeah. I, it's just I'm a very task oriented person. So let me ask you, was it hard for you to bounce back this morning and get? No, dude. This morning I was on fire. Oh, okay. So I woke you... up. I was like, let's fucking go. I was. I've been filming all day for YouTube. Workout was sick. I reached out to all these people. You know, all this so work we've been get... doing on the website. Yeah. We're, we're podcasting now. Yeah. So dude, you, we're on fire. So today. you didn't get any. You didn't doubt yourself through that through those or feel like what's wrong with me do i need to maybe add more leisure into my life or add more outlets besides constantly trying to advance my career or things that revolve around my career right like Hmm. you ask yourself those questions because i mean there's going to be times where the things that you may take for granted right now um so let me let me just uh, put this out there for example so in my past relationship i had we had a very active relationship physically, right? So we wanted to go and work out or recover and everything pertained to fitness, right? So whether it be which modality you choose, weight training, acrobatics, fucking gymnastics, uh, cryotherapy for recovery, food, all these different things that pertain to fitness. The second she got an injury in her knee, right? I immediately was like, whoa, there's really nothing else to do. Mm. Like, there's nothing of value here. And it was weird because I was like, wait, you where thought, do I... Did connect? you think that after, like, a couple Bef- of days of, like, it happening? Yeah, it, it was after a little while. I mean, it gave it some time to sink in, but it was like, oh, she might need surgery. She's not going to be able to do anything. And, like, whoa, my whole relationship is is going to go down now. Like, it, to me, I was like, I thought that I had everything covered. I thought we were doing everything we needed to do. But then that one little, you pull that one Jenga piece out. Right. And the whole fucking thing is like, oh, shit, this is not stable, but it's a small piece that could change at the, you know, snap of a finger. And then you look at that. So and you're say, saying well, that my I'm weekly routine might be structured too much on too f- acutely focused on one thing, which is encompasses so many things. Cause it's a lifestyle thing. So you, you might get that confused. Like, all right, this is a lifestyle approach. But at the same time, it's all kind of being funneled through one channel in my brain where it's like. I need to produce all this shit so that I can get it out to the people. Yeah. But it's like, well, what are you doing? How are you enjoying that process as well? And this is just yeah, this but is when you say it like that, I'm just I get asking. what you're saying. But when you say it like that, it kind of makes it seem that I'm not enjoying the process. That's what I'm wondering. So like, but I'm fucking lo- like, and like I, I told you, you this week. Um, for those of you who don't know, Caitlin and I will be in Montreal this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's her 21st birthday. And I booked a whole thing in Montreal. We're going to stay for Friday all the way until Monday. Just a four-day trip. So being that I took off of work, I also asked my manager, I was like, hey, listen, can I have off the entire week? And he said, sure. So I have no work. Today, tomorrow, I do go in Wednesday, but today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, nothing. I am, bro, so fucking excited to have all this time off because I'm going to fill it with all these things I want to do. Like with the photo shoot we have going on tomorrow, I'm making, I'm going to try and make a YouTube video every day. Like I'm, yeah. I'm going to challenge myself to do that because it's hard. It's hard to make a YouTube video every day. And I'm just extremely excited to do all this. And then Kate, you're going to come with me tomorrow. Caitlin will be with me Wednesday and we're doing all the, it's just fucking like, it makes me happy to do all yeah. this. So, but is that because also I threw out the word, I think yesterday on my Insta story that I was a workaholic. 
Yeah. Do, do I, I feel like I need to yeah. do something? Yeah, and it's but it, beyond having to do something because we are always doing something, right? Is it that you're doing something for the sake of occupying your time and mental space, or is it that you're doing something to try to bring your life forward in some way and gain and receive more and extract more out of out of either financial or social gain, right? Or are you just really enjoying the process and every single day is just this this open book that you I mean this open chapter. I think it's I think it's both want. though. I think it's that I am trying to fill the space, but I am I do want to fill the space with stuff I enjoy that'll make me a better person. Okay. Cuz that's kind of yeah, because I I never waste my time filling that space with bullshit. It's yeah. like if if someone asks me, "Yo, let's go out this weekend and party," I'm like, "Not really. I don't want to." Of course, yeah, same. I mean, I couldn't even you imagine know, going out anymore. It's, like, it's, it's like when someone says, "I know so many people." Sorry if you guys are listening, but so many people I know are like, "Yo, come work out with me," but I know it's just gonna be some stupid ass fucking lift where I'm not gonna. I'm not going to progress. It's going to be, you know, I'm not going to do content. I'm not going to. Like you're almost training somebody. Yeah. Like I don't want that. Yeah. I'm very selfish when it comes to what I fill my life with. And this is what so, I'm, yes, I'm like trying I, to ask you. Yeah. So I I'm definitely try to fill it with things that I want to learn and with things that I find progressive. Mm-hmm. So I think yesterday I just didn't have anything to fill it with. Like, sure, I could have sat and read something and I did a little. I dabbled in some articles, but I was just like, and I was home alone too. Yeah. So to add on top of the emptiness. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. Because I was like, all right, if you have the time off, right? Like, you have the time to kind of do whatever you want. Why wouldn't you do the things that are new, which would be research, right? Something that, like, is not even... But you know what? You would even know I do that, that, that you I do that every day. I do it every day. Sorry, voice crack. Hello. <laughs> we'll 24 years old, it. what? <laughs> we'll get used to that. Because um, I do that every day. It's yeah. not... But, like, formal sit-down research? Like, it's like showering. Yeah, yeah dude. I, I have Science Daily on my tab. I fucking click that every day. You know the podcast I listen to every day? My commute's yeah. like two hours every day. Yeah, no, the podcast is so, huge. But, alright, so then I think it you kind of answered the question. It was then. bizarre. So you are doing, so it's basically probably just like a neurochemical imbalance for that one day where you're just like, alright, <laughs> my brain's not firing too quick and I'm not really that interested and maybe it's just a dull day. And this is kind of what we were talking about on a podcast prior. Like, you don't know what to do with the days that you feel less like where you feel like maybe 70% and you're like, you get mad that you're not a hundred percent, right? You get upset. Yeah, Cause with I feel like, like oh, I, I, I feel like we're mostly at a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's like, you get spoiled with, it's almost like our sugar sensitivity, right? Like mm-hmm. when I eat sugar now, if I have anything that's like really sweet, feel since right I've away. been so far away from it for so long that when it hits me, like I can't handle it. You know, people <laughs> be like, Oh dude, you know, expand your, uh, you know, just, get out of that whole fitness thing or you're so you're so focused on your health like it's ruining your time out here it's like no you have no idea that if i was to have like a simple sugar a processed sugar in a higher quantity i'm gonna feel it like i'm going to it's That's like it's me. Not even a That's question. Like me when i ate those donuts yeah you it's like up. immediate coma post you know like after you eat it a couple of minutes go by and you're like oh man i really don't i shouldn't have done that because yeah. it wasn't worth the mouth pleasure so my yesterday know? was kind of fucking weird yeah. But your yesterday. Yeah, my yesterday was a little different there. Your yesterday was <laughs> complete opposite. Yeah, my yesterdays were yeah. pretty fucking good. Um, I know this sounds like a broken record on this podcast. I think I've done this twice already. But, uh, yeah, Thursday of this weekend, which was, what is this? What are we at? September? We're September October 27th 1st. was the, yeah. Well, September 27th, went to the Honored Academy and went for my third 
uh, certification with Onnit. Uh, again, it's my tribe. It's my community. It's the people that I find are so like-minded and we have the same interests. And this one was a little different because it was a specialist uh, certification. So I went in there to master a certain tool. So they mess around with a lot of unconventional tools there. So they work out with kettlebells, which are unconventional, uh, sandbags, steel mace, steel clubs, all these different things that you don't normally find in a conventional gym setting. Um, and this one was for barbell. And everybody has a barbell. All gyms have barbells. But we usually do our conventional, you know, regular lifts, like a bench press, a shoulder press, a deadlift, a squat, and all those things. Upright row. Upright row, bent over row, you name it. Anything with a barbell we usually do. Um, but for this, it was about being unconventional and kind of manipulating the barbell in such a way that forces our bodies to work in a totally different way. Um, than we're used to. And so you were loading weight on one side and not the other. That was one of the. That was one of them. So like, for example, if you're to take a barbell, and you were to slap weights on both sides, you lift it up, and if those two weights that you slapped on a 10 pound on one side and a 10 pound on the other side, you have 65 total pounds. That 65 pounds is evenly distributed amongst the entire bar. All right. So when you hold it, perfectly in the middle, there's there's no sway left or sway right. You're just gonna hold it directly up now you take one of those 10 pound weights off you choose the side right so you leave it on the left side and now you're holding the bar there's so much leverage pulling down on your left side so now your right side has this awkward almost weightless feel to it but at the same time has to do so much more work and stabilization in order to keep that bar straight and it's working through these different these different postures with that type of weight setup where you have to toggle these small muscles that support your spine and support your scaps and support your lower back and your legs and keeping yourself planted and making sure everything is on point. And it's a central nervous system overload. Your, your brain is doing all these different calculations constantly, constantly, constantly. And you're trying to keep your form and trying to keep your strength and trying to keep it composed throughout the entire motion. And it's very, very difficult. And we're going to post a lot of information here. I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to build a lot of content and kind of show you guys the visuals. Um, but also things like landmines. Uh, landmines are when you stick the, the end of a barbell into a corner right? So into a corner of a wall, and then you pivot, you use one end of the barbell as a fulcrum, as the, the point where it touches the wall, and then you can actually pivot that up and down, left and right, you could kind of swivel around with the barbell. And we were doing different motions with that. And that's a totally different animal, because as you move the barbell up and down, it actually changes the vector of force. So where you're applying force actually changes throughout the motion. So if you're doing a squat and you're holding the bar up near your chest and you squat down, the bar then travels with you and goes really low. But where it inserts into the wall, that angle changes as you go down. So you're applying variable force throughout the entire motion, trying to keep your squat stance composed and keep your body locked and keep all of those supporting muscles intact throughout that entire motion i never and thought of it like that super taxing it's unreal it, it, this is the whole point of the cert was like you didn't think of that like i never thought of any of the things that we did here um and a lot of it had to do with um also not only the offsetting of the weight like having it on one side but also just using it in such a way where you don't need a lot of weight right so you're always manipulating the speed and the tempos that you're doing things or also using one arm instead of two. So holding a whole barbell with one arm. They taught us different ways to do that. Um, so where you could hold the barbell in the middle 
with one hand. If anybody follows me on Instagram and see I do those snatches where I rip it off the ground, that concept where I'm grabbing it. Now think about turning to the side and having the barbell next to you. So from front to from, if you're facing forward, the barbell will be right next to you and it would be facing. So it's perpendicular to your body, right? So it's not in line like a deadlift, just pivot that 90 degrees now and now it's facing forward now do a deadlift on one side like you're holding a suitcase and doing a deadlift that way and keeping your body composed with this asymmetry with the that weight actually on sounds one side really hard super, so holding super it to the hard. side and doing and a straight doing a deadlift, deadlift. Form. and then now you have yeah. the the leverage of a barbell bouncing back and forth because you don't have the two arm stability you just have one so now you have to make sure that you're super composed and that both weights touch the floor at the same time as you deadlift there's so many calculations going on so you were telling me in the car earlier that your cns is shot absolutely shot like i i think that's half of why i feel a little low today that's why i wanted the kratom before because i had four hours of sleep i had two days of this super intensive training i said new new stimulus training insane man it's so insane and i cannot wait to share it with you guys because it's just That'd be cool it's such a change of I pace i might do one or two of them you have to <laughs> if you could do this once a week because they were they were even saying it themselves like if you just do this central nervous system training once a week i mean you'll be set yeah because it's very taxing so then you, you're kind of going to take away from your other lifts but, but what it, it will does, add to it it'll add to it ultimately yeah. but if you do it once a week only because if you keep applying that hypersensitivity to that nervous system, well, that's not good. you're going to keep taxing it, and then you're never going to have it for when you want to do those all-out lifts or those mm-hmm. heavy heavy workouts. But, uh, again, a lot of insightful information at the Onnit Academy. Uh, if you guys are interested, go to onnitacademy.com or onnit.com, and then go to the Academy from there. There's so much information. There's so many tools. Uh, you follow them on all social media. It's just it's an amazing environment, a, bun- a community that – is objectively beneficial to everybody they they don't judge they're not they don't have like this one size they they have a one size fits all program they don't have this like ego driven this is our program we designed it it's always evolving and they're always listening for input and they're always open to new suggestions so when i go down to an environment like that it changes my perspective and it gives me this boost when i come back i feel like there is hope you know like there, there is hope for the world like there there is a community of people out there that are not just so i mean where we come from in new york like so money driven and so status driven and just like how big are you how strong are you yep. and like that's really your quantifier so like you can't hang with me if you're too weak you can't uh, you can't keep up with our sets because you're too small <sighs> i like, can't believe there's people like that it, like actually it, yeah and like, i know them I know those oh, people so too. many and it's and it's they so may not weird. even be it's so bizarre to me man and it bothers me because it's like you know when you help other people it makes you happier yeah. like in a tribe it right it really does in a tribe that's what happens right so you provide a service to the tribe and the tribe complements that with other services right so you all kind of pile each other's services on we're top so of far each other. from that we've lost that exactly it's dude all, and i have to travel it's all me 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 <laughs> it's unreal man and i'm i'm totally uh you know guilty of doing that as well being so self-focused and this is kind of what i was asking you before like you feel like you're so acutely and focused. You're so acutely focused on what you want. You're not just like generally focused. And I feel like that's how I am too. And like, I just want to make sure that I'm solidified. Right. And I want to make sure that my foundations are set this way. I could then help other people. Well, yes, that's, but that's what I was about to say. It's not, I'm not just focusing on me to say, fuck you to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. And that's a big distinction that we have to make. Yeah. You know, so in this pursuit, I mean, I'm doing this, I'm spending all this money. It's not giving me anything besides the experience, which is, I mean, is something and it's everything. But 
when people look at it, they ask me, oh, so why are you going? Like, what did you go there for? I go, oh, well, you know, it's a certification. It's uh, it's personal training, but I don't do personal training anymore. So they're like, <laughs> well, what is that? So what what the hell? Like, yeah, what are you right? doing? I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea what this does for me psychologically. You have no idea what this does for me well, on a community you're, you're level. Well, because you're a person and, who enjoys learning about the human body. Exactly. And then that's how we could kind of wrap everything together here. It's This is pursuing the best version of ourselves, and this is what we want to do with the Young Minds, man. Like, this is how I feel. This is the only way I feel I could build a career in my life is to constantly be learning and disseminating, sharing, and hearing back from the people around me. And I, I want that so bad. There's nothing more. I would die for that shit because mm. there's really no reason to be st- uh, stuck up in a cubicle, uh, shoved into a fucking cubicle with my rounded shoulders, feel really, really shitty by the end of the day because my ass hurts, my pelvis is tilted, my brain has been uh, is fried because I'm staring into the UV light, uh, I'm staring into blue light on my computer all day. I'm, I'm doing monotony my brain is just firing in these really really low low brainwave states and i'm not stimulating any growth there's no i'm not eager to do anything more than what i have to it's just like there's no and if you can get away with less you'll do it any day any day yeah that's not the way and that's not the way to go. It's not the and, way to go at all. But I feel like building a community, instead of being so narcissistically driven with our pursuit here, like to be like, oh, we're the young minds. We are the young minds. No, we are the young minds as in you guys and us. Like, I don't want this to be a Justin and Frank thing. This is, we're just the, we're going to be the orchestrators of the, the system. But the system itself should be everybody jumping on this. Because well, that's what we we're doing with the website. Yeah, that's what I'm the saying. The way I think it specifically says in it, well, it specifically says on the page too, but also oh, we just want to okay. let you know that when you sign up to be a member and when you're a community, like in this community, I I really actually want all you guys in it to comment on the post and talk. Like when Frank and I post something, s- tell us how you feel about it. Tell us if you've ever done it before, if, if you've tried it or if you've heard of it, or tell us if you think we're bullshit. I would like mm-hmm. talk. I want everyone talking because this is how we're going to build conversation and Community. Yeah, community. Like, the fucking key word here, man. Because that's what I flew three hours away for, you know, for, uh, for 2,000 fucking miles away. I went to go find community because that is so important for growth. Whether it be remote or domestic, it doesn't matter. As long as you have a way to express yourself and you know that you're going to get feedback from people who are genuinely interested in giving feedback or are curious as to how you came to your conclusions, that's idea sharing. That is growth because we're all in this together for a a common purpose. And that purpose is not just to be the best. It's to be the best me I could be. So relative to me, I want to be the best. Mm -hmm. You, relative to you, you want to be the best. Right. And in doing that, it takes the same fl- t- same type of force to get better, just to objectively observe your surroundings, manipulate what you can, ch- make the changes you need to make and just be persistent and it'll all come together. But if we could have a bunch of different cases, a bunch of different people who could all come together on one forum or multiple forms. You don't have to use hours. Just find community. But we're going to hold the, we're going to pitch the tent. You guys could, you know, all come in and we all claim ownership to this thing. And this, I'm excited, man. Like, I, I think what we have here is a very, very cool. I know. A cool, I know. Pe- I'm, you know, beginning. Because I think I was losing sleep a couple nights ago thinking about things we could do 
with young minds yeah. and things we could do for people to inform people and how we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it was a couple nights ago. I was actually losing sleep because I couldn't fall asleep. I was thinking nonstop of these things and it was driving me crazy. Yeah, man. And it just, the passion itself will drive this whole thing because I mean this, I'm doing this stuff anyway, right? Yeah. You're doing this stuff us, anyway. It's just like I, I wake up and this is what I want to do. And whether it be sharing it formally for you guys, like I just want to be in this space whether it be for myself or for you guys and you know this is the only way where i'm going to be able to do it is to do it with somebody who also knows that that's what they want to do and we're both driven for that and then not to make any claims because that's the one issue you kind of keep yourself closed-minded once you make claims and our only claim would be that we don't make claims you know so it kind of i don't want it to alienate alienate us from responsibility Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I want it to show that, look, we're suggesting things that have been tr- uh, tried. We have tried them. We well, have like, applied Yeah, like them. I said before, most of the things we talk about some this shit we've tried. Yeah. So, like, every time we talk about Kratom, I'm not recommending it. But what I am saying is when I take it in yeah. these doses this and in I these felt. settings, I felt this way. There's information you didn't have before. So, if you were contemplating using it and you heard it from someone else, well here's another anecdote and here's it from the source the person who actually tried it you're not reading an article that someone said someone said it's Mm -hmm. like this is me telling you this is how i felt after it and after you know a workout that i have i'll tell you exactly how i felt you know and i'll I'll give you the insight on that and then if you want to do it you can but honestly it's all up to you you have the power so we just want to enlighten everybody and kind of create a tent where everybody could kind of hang out under and, and it, <laughs> come and, under my tent. Yeah, come into my tent. We're not gonna bite. We might. Well, so yeah. I know you've been wanting to talk about this, but I uh, think it was like a month ago I started buying aspartame-free gum and oh. aspartame-free chapstick. And who did I hear yes. talk about it? I forgot who was talking about it, but or maybe it was some some articles I was reading. But aspartame is correct me if I'm wrong, but it's illegal in Europe. They can't in use it some, in pro- I don't know if it's Europe, but there are definitely con- uh, countries within Europe. Yeah, it, there's there's countries, which I think a majority of the countries in the world, aspartame is illegal. Yeah. But the U.S., it is still legal. Oh, it and is And the studies promoted. behind it, yeah, the studies behind it are disgusting. It's absolutely As- terrible. Aspartame is disgusting. And the argument would be like, oh, well, you know, it's not going to make chewing gum. Because I think the main thing it's in is like gum. It gives that gummy texture, right? Uh, Am I wrong? I don't know about the texture, but it's it's a flavor. It's okay, so it's in all flavor. chewing gum. So I fucking chew gum every day. So when I read this study and I looked through everything, I was like, fuck. I threw out my gum and I started doing research and I found this cool company called... It's read in English uh, like Pur, P-U-R, but I, they're a Montreal-based company. So I know it's like Pur or something <laughs> oh, like that. Would, yeah, course. it's French. So they don't have aspartame in their gum. And when you chew the gum, there is no difference. There's no difference from other chewing gum and this gum. So I don't get why people still use aspartame. I'm well, assuming it's money. Yeah. I it's was cheaper. Say, all profit. Cheaper to use aspartame. Yeah. But I know that as I was doing that, you were researching aspartame too. Yeah. I came across a bunch of shit that actually yeah. so makes you wanna, sense Yeah. So if you want to take the stage and enlighten yeah, us dude, on you, aspartame. Bro. I got you. So basically what aspartame does is it... Within your the problem doesn't occur so much with the chemical itself. It is more the fact that the chemical interacts with 
with uh, your gut biome and it act it acts on enzymes within your stomach so here we have a uh Yo, push just do something with the mic yeah it's it just so weird yeah. i can't wait to get it's new like mics. on one side this and on me. this side sorry guys um so basically it interferes with the gut microbial activity and add and interferes with NMDA receptor resulting in an insulin deficiency or resistance. So basically what that means in English is that when aspartame is introduced to the gut, it is sending signals. I know the these fuck, microphones, man? dude, I'm sorry. Dude, well, I'm sorry, guys. It's sending signals to is this? I'm sorry. That's okay. You're is you're, it, no, you're being it, picked up. Is it yeah, up? you're okay. being picked up good. Don't so worry. it's sending signals to our insulin right it's sending signals to produce more insulin but since there's no sugar coming in to be picked up by the insulin or bound to the insulin it is creating this odd ratio of insulin to no glucose or insulin to relatively low glucose oh that's really not good at all and then now yeah so now basically what you're doing is you're getting this amplified insulin production without actually getting the connection of insulin and sugar together so now there's this imbalance so with any imbalance or any leaks in any system just to make this more understandable for everybody and even myself too I'm not even that knowledgeable within the science but if you're gonna have an imbalance within your hormones there's going to be some sort of biological repercussion whether that be mood irritability and then or even other, stuff that's deeper yeah uh, other things that are just chronic like, problems yeah and you can relate this to a car right like so for the most part when a car has a, a, a air fuel ratio uh, issue right inside of a, uh, an engine you need the air and you need the fuel and they need to be in a certain ratio so that when it combusts it produce it produces a predictable amount of power right and if your body is expecting the insulin and the glucose to act together in a certain ratio it's gonna receive X amount of power or X amount of energy or for whatever use you're using the glucose for cellular energy right it's not getting those feedback loops those they're not they're not uh, connecting those feedback loops in any way so now we have this metabolic mess within our body and how that cascades into other issues is completely unknown to science because the money is not there and this is the big issue with studies is that the the only people paying for the studies are the people trying to push their product so there's only mm -hmm. an incentive to make sure that a product stays is, on the market is staying on the market right so to disprove there's really no money in disproving there's just no incentive and nobody's going to fork over the money back like, oh let's actually uh, debunk aspartame because it's yeah. been so profitable like, no, they don't give yeah, a no shit about do you. Absolutely. They don't care. You know, and it's like, well, if people are demonizing sugar. Shit, guys, let's raise money. Send donations to. <laughs> at Young Minds. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, we basically have we have an issue here where companies give a shit, give more shit about their investors and their shareholders than they do. And the see, individual. I hate that so much that it's become it's become our culture. The American way, the not even the American. It's become the first world, the first world generation way, to to have it be okay that if you're in charge of our health, you can have um, you can have like a money bias, or you can like interest in money. yeah. You can have an interest in money and not our health first. Yeah. Because you're like in charge of our health. If you're the one making health regulations, you can't be. You ha there has to be something that blocks you from saying we're going to do this because we're going to make more money. 
Yeah. Like, no, motherfucker. This is human health. Yeah. You are sending out the regulation for the entire nation to read. Exactly. And like you're you, basically... you can't be fucking that up. You yeah. can't be... Like, something has to be in place. Right? And a system, right? Our country would be a system, right? And it's a system of a bunch of moving parts. And the moving parts are people and their companies and how we do commerce. All these things are supposed to mesh together, right? And if you have tired, unmotivated people, you're going to create you're going to perpetuate that culture constantly. oh yeah and now 100%. you have people who are eating such shitty foods and that's contributing to a, a giant issue which is its own podcast. i mean we're just, just we're sugar. just breaking into the gut microbiome problems yeah and and just to think that if you're gonna mess so i there goes that idea that i had before i was just talking and just fucking disappeared no i was just talking it just it disappeared left? yeah it completely oh, disappeared sucks. but oh no so we're <laughs> perpetuating no we're perpetuating a society of unhealthy people right and by what we're doing is creating these unhealthy people and those unhealthy people are now more incentivized to buy more products that are going to hinder their quality of life even further. So now they're just going to be perpetually depressed, perpetually ill. They're just going to, it's going to get worse. And it's it's not even, it's not even theory. We're seeing it. It's happening. It's here. The numbers are so obvious. Like the bullshit is here. Yeah. The number, the three top uh, issues in healthcare are all, uh, diet and lifestyle related chronic illnesses. Do you know what they are? It's depression. It's depression and there's heart metabolic attack. disease, which would be like diabetes. And diabetes, heart yes. Di- and heart, heart disease. disease. Yeah. So you have those three, but they're all really the same thing. And Alzheimer's has been linked to, as it has been coined to being type 3 diabetes because it's so far down the line. So it's really? basically degrading your neurons inside of your brain because you're not getting that. You're not getting the efficient firing within your brain because all of the mechanisms and the meta- your metabolism is everywhere, right? It's throughout your entire body. Although maybe it comes in as sugar and it's food, you think that's all gastrointestinal and it doesn't affect your brain, but your mood swings and your body's energy levels are going to affect your day-to-day, right? And those day-to-day things are the activities that are going to help sharpen your brain. And if you're not practicing sharpening your brain sharpening your skills and sharpening your knowledge and increasing your knowledge you're going to be retreating and your body's going to start starving for these resources or starving for the stimulus that's going to help make your brain grow and help you learn more you're just going to keep those mechanisms dormant and your brain's just not going to work after a long chronic uh, application of all these shitty lifestyle choices at some point, you're actually going to be degrading your brain. You know what's so funny? You know what I just thought of? What's that? Um, how you said the car analogy of you want yeah. the car to work good. And I always use that with the human body. You know, so the powerful. human body is like a car. You want everything to be new and working good. The oil to be fucking flowing shit. perfectly. All the knobs to work. Your, everything to work beautifully. And it's so funny because I was under my car yesterday changing the oil. And my car's a 2016. It was the first car, it was the first brand new car I got. When I was 18, I bought a 19, I forgot, forgot what it was. It was an old car. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every time I changed oil on that, like, this thing's falling apart, this is falling apart, this is rusty. Yeah. And I was under my car yesterday, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm changing the oil, and I'm looking around at everything, and I thought to myself, I'm like, wow. I actually said it out loud. I talk to myself when I'm alone. I don't know if yeah, other people do I that. Do, I talk to myself all the time. It's reassurance. So, um, I feel, yeah, and it makes me, puts me in a happy mood. Yeah. So I'm sitting, I'm under the car and I'm talking to myself and I go, look how new everything looks under here. Cause I'm so used to the old shit yeah. and I'm looking around and I'm like, dude, all these cables are clean. 
like this spring is beautiful there's not one piece of rust everything's brand new like shiny and i'm like damn this is so nice to have a brand new car and it shows when you drive it too it's mm-hmm. so nice to hit the pedal and everything works yeah. you know you touch the brakes and it brakes properly the steering wheel it everything goes smooth and it's just like the human body it is so nice to have everything working in in synchronized motion your brain to your body to your digestion to your movement everything exactly. and um this aspartame like we were saying yeah is a no-no. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys could take something out of this podcast, it would be stop buying that gum. And we're going to put the link for Purr. Yeah. Um, actually, you know where I saw Purr? Or Pure? I don't know how the fuck to pronounce it's, it's it. Pure. Pure. Yeah, but there's pure. no E at the end. It's just Purr. Well, there's like two little dots above it, right? Above the U. I don't U. know what those mean. I don't they know. It's a French thing. Uh, I so uh, I saw them in Whole Foods. Whole Foods has them. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I, I saw them that. last Friday when I was shopping. I was like, oh shit, look who it is. Because I bought them on Amazon. And I... I bought 165 pieces for eleven dollars. That's 165 pieces, dude. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. And but see, people aren't aware of this, and this is the the giant problem: is the disconnect between knowledge sharing and the public. And this again, another plug for us. But I mean, you're already listening. This yeah, is man. what we want to do. We want to make people gum. Away. We give that shit aware. to five-year-olds. Yeah, you know, do they give so much worse shit to five-year-olds? I know, but I'm on top saying, of that, like, that's just no. I'm saying like another thing given to you. Yeah, and it's another, you know, it's another cog in the system that's driving you off the cliff. You know, you want to reverse that damage. You want, you should really toggle what's going on in your life. And a lot of people don't know where to start, and I think that they're overwhelmed by all of the variables that are going wrong or have gone wrong already, or maybe they feel like they're so heavily invested in their lifestyle choices at this point that there's no reversing it. Well, for those or, who don't know how to start. I would do, I would do what I did. <laughs> that sounds so stupid to say, oh, I mean, but I took everything in steps. So the first thing I did was I got interested in working out. This was years ago, you know, and then it got to a point, you know, I learned everything about the human body, muscle growth. And then I got to a point where I realized, okay, my body is going to react with what I feed it. So then I got interested in nutrition and I did your typical bodybuilding nutritional diet, you know, the chicken mm-hmm. rice and and veggies, increase your protein, increase your carbs. And then once I got to a certain point with that, and I'm talking a span of years, yeah, that's a you know, while, yeah. once I got to a certain point in that, I said, okay, how can looking at, um, you know, changing around your macros here and there, low day, high day, uh, changing around how your body works with insulin spikes, mm-hmm. cha- changing supplements. And I got into all that. And then years with that, now recently it's been, Okay, what's the next step? But really quick, before you keep going, like Go th- throughout those, those, uh, let's call them year and Years, a half yeah. periods of time, that's all trial and error constantly. But the overall macro approach was I'm going to start eating healthier foods or I'm going to have a Well, the I'm overall approach is how can I get better? What's the next step? I learned this. I implemented yeah, but it. A lot of people don't even know how, like what that first step, right? So the first step of you going to the gym, like what drove you there? You know, like you got to ask those questions. A lot of people are like, yeah, I know I got to go to the gym. I know I got to eat healthy. I know well, I all I did was just go. Broccoli. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing the first time. I just went. Yeah, I that's, just did. that's what I'm saying. So to let people know, like, it's as easy as go. Yeah. You know, just like, going. I mean, we preach it about the podcast. We don't yeah. know. We don't know what the fuck a podcast is. I still is. don't know what the fuck a podcast is. Dude, we bought these <laughs> shitty ass mics and now we're here, you know? <laughs> and it's, but see, people want immediate gratification and they want the results now. And they want, the they want to be told what to do. 
That's, that's what I've gotten from well, yeah. training and being in touch with all these people. Of it's like, dude, just tell me what to do. Just tell me what Everybody's this. Everybody's scared of failure. And I think this is something that we hit on when my sister was down here when we were talking, the thing that you brought up before, how we're always looking for somebody to tell us, you did a great job. And this is valid yeah. now. What you did, all of your efforts have now accomplished something. And that is my approval. Like, that's what they accomplished was the approval of others. And we're always looking for that because we're scared to fail. And it's like, who cares if you failed your workout routine? And by fail, what was it? If you I look back now. explode in size? Because anything well, beyond being this. sedentary is going to be a fucking world of a difference. If I look back to the previous seven years of weightlifting and nutrition, and with my knowledge now, I could look back and say all of it was failed. Because what I'm doing now is the best. Yeah. But it wasn't failed. That's how I learned everything. That's how I took a stepping stone up from everything. Yeah. Now that I look back, I can say that way of weight, that way of working out was a failure because it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. That way of eating was a failure when I thought I could just eat Pop-Tarts every day. And, you know, I was still getting shredded because my macros were low. But what was all that high fructose corn syrup doing? Yeah. So I could look back and say that was a failure. But in that moment, I wasn't scared to do all this shit or scared to learn. It's just let's keep going. Let's let's find what works now. Yeah, and people just—it's an ends to a mean, uh, a means to an end. I'm sorry, and <laughs> people are looking for that final result to be, like as if it was presented on a table. When you're done, go grab your reward, and then now you could engulf yourself in that reward. Yeah, no. The result. The it reward just keeps going, is man. Daily, and you're you're gonna get you're gonna hit plateaus. You're gonna be, you know, you're not gonna gain. After a while, when you're doing this new routine that might be the magic pill for you, it's only going to be that way for a couple of weeks, maybe to a month. And then after that, you're going to have to change it up again. And what now is a change relative to that might have not been a change for somebody else who was doing what you just recently started doing. They've been doing that their whole life. They're not going to change. The person who's been doing what you just started doing, that person who's been doing that forever is not going to see a change but you for you relative to what you've been doing it's different it's a change and now you get to assess the results and see if they worked for you you know and a lot of people are scared to do that because they think well there is a one size fits all i mean there is a, a one way is the best way there is a specific preferred way and i want to know what that is i don't want to waste my time before i know what that best way is because i don't ever want to fail or do something on my own where i feel like i might be you know, paddling the wrong way and going the wrong direction. You're never going in the wrong direction if your intent is right. You know, people, it's just, they yeah, don't have that it's intent. Very true. You know, like if you go to the gym, you know you should be working hard in some capacity. You might be doing the wrong range of motion. You might be using too much weight. You might be doing whatever. But that's more important to get your feet wet so that you know next time exactly what not to do. And then you could narrow down the choices in your arsenal of of weapons to use in the gym like whatever it is that you feel makes you feel good uh that you know makes you feel good do that the thing that made you feel shitty don't do that so now when you ask yourself what am i going to do next you know what not to do you're just you're getting rid of a bunch of variables that could have necessarily that could have hurt you or set you back or they did set you back for a little bit but at least now you know they set you back so you're never going to do that instead of sitting in this wonder all the time and never taking any action you get to apply and you get to learn and that's what builds wisdom and knowledge. And then that, if you want to take it a step further, that's what could then be later disseminated to other people and you could have an impact on other people. And if you don't want to, that's totally fine. 
But like, these are the things that people are so scared of doing because they're so afraid of failing. They're so afraid of not doing it right the first time. I really don't believe there's such thing as failing. There isn't. With like the right all. mindset, I, I really don't believe this is something believe, is failing. I believe that there is a there is failure just because if you don't but, if you don't learn from your mistakes. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you fail point. in something, like let's just say my old business of Vital Performance, it failed. We literally sold the business. It was done. It failed. But was it really a failure? Because now I know how to build websites. I know how to market products. I know how to contact overseas companies and, you know, make deals with them on, on clothing. I know how to create clothing. I, I know yeah. all this stuff. So was Vital Performance a failure? Not at all. That's how I look at things. And yeah. you could do that with everything. Yeah. I mean, you, you go to build a car and it fails and you can't build it. But how much shit did you learn throughout building a car? Just what right. not to do, which would then point you in the direction closer to the ultimate. What goal. not to do, or you could have learned some new tools and saw some stuff in the industry, and I just I don't fucking know. The list goes on and on, but yeah, there's no such there's really no such thing as failure with the right attitude. Exactly, and if if you do have a good thermostat for what's going on, and you could kind of gauge whether you're doing something right or wrong, I mean, you can make minor, uh, minor. Uh, changes throughout your journey and maybe it might not be a direct line it could be a zigzag but at least it's a fucking method of transportation to that side you're getting there you know if you didn't take the direct road but you took the one road that was kind of side streets and it was a little you know it was a little curvy cobblestone here shit. and there. cobblestone a little dirt a little dirt you drove in the grass you know but you arrived at some point versus the guy who said you know what fuck that I'm not even gonna go there yeah, he's like, that's I, I, scary. That party sounds boring. I don't even want to go there anymore. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. What are you living for? There's a lot of people who just like, they'll wake up on a Saturday and they're like, all right, well, I know I could. I mean, they're not even thinking this, but they know that they could go to the gym. They know that they could meal prep. They know that they could maybe research what to do in the gym or hire a personal trainer or do anything. That first step, they could do it, but they choose to wake up, procrastinate. Maybe watch some TV, some put their mind on a shelf, metaphorically, right? Just put your mind on a shelf. I don't need that. Fuck, put that thing over there. And then they expect results one day. Or they expect to just catch this determination and motivation out of the ether. Just, or you hear like, why isn't my life going right? Yeah. Nothing's cool for me. It's woe is me all the time. And they're always wondering who's to, uh, who's to blame. Who's who's the reason why, or what is the reason why I'm not achieving my goals? I find that with a lot of people who aren't involved in fitness and health and their bodies, blame outside stuff for their lives. But when you are involved in your health, you never blame outside for your stuff. No. It kind of changes you because it changes the way you think because you realize with your health, it's all you. Yeah, it's you realize with your muscle growth, fat loss, whatever it may be you're doing, it's all you. Yeah. So I think it it's the perfect display of accountability. Yeah. And it teaches you how to be extremely accountable because if you are results driven and you're using your body as a reflection, whether it be in performance, body fat, muscle mass, whatever it is, you're going to either get the result or not get the result or, and it's your decision. 50% of what you expect it to get, but that's all on you. Yeah. And I've been, I've been through that hill up and down for the past fucking three years of, getting shredded yeah, like which you know? supplement is, is like uh, lagging no There's no, no. i'll be i'll be getting cut getting cut getting cut and then i'll fuck up my nutrition and the next day you know i gained a couple pounds 
and so I fuck up my nutrition this day again. And, you know, it's a cycle of like, of uh, like getting shredded and weight loss, and you do good on yeah. your diet for a couple of days, and you don't, then you do good, then you don't, and you see the results, and it's all you. Mm-hmm. There was no one else but you. And then you start it. shifting your your uh, goal. Do you ever notice that? Yeah. I mean, for anybody, you're who's like, been you know what? I can't do this, so maybe I'd like this better. Or yeah, like you're just you don't weigh as much as you did like four days ago, and you're like, ah, oh, you know what? Fuck mass, dude. I'm looking good shredded right now. Maybe like you, uh, you were saying that a couple days ago. Yeah. Like, well, oh, when you were sick and you were when you I was were sick, fucking... I was like, I'm shredded, but I'm <laughs> fucking flat. Like I was flat, but like completely shredded, right? And I was like, that looks cool, but like I don't look full. I don't look yeah. healthy. Well, I don't you were look sick. Like you I, just couldn't yeah. eat. I know, but it was like, damn, dude, you got fucking oblique striations. Like I've Dang never it. seen that, and. uh yeah, you got a bicep vein. You want to do a little bicep check right there. Do I have a bicep vein? Yeah, it's, it's a minor one. Um, <sighs> Shit. <laughs> but yeah, now you get caught up in the results so much that you forget about the pursuit and you forget about the journey. And the journey is the only thing that matters in this, right? Like, So for me, just to bring it back to what I did with Onnit, like going away costed me a fuck ton of money. I mean, in total, for these three trips, it's been a Oh, well, if you add the three trips together. It's been unreal. I mean, just the certs alone were $1,800 total for all three of them, right? Oh, I like, thought you were, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say for one. No, like, no, no. Definitely not. But, like, not. there's no, I'm not getting any financial compensation for it. Yeah, you're not a but trainer. But my journey, man, the journey is so fucking worth it. But, I mean, in, in most people's eyes, they're going for that certification to, like, as if the cert, the weekend was a means to the end, which is the certification. So that end, that that certificate, that piece of paper was the icing on the cake at mm-hmm. the end. They they got it. It's done. On to the next chapter, you know. And there there are people who approach it that way, and you don't, you can't do that because once you do that, you shut the brain off from. Well, you're just waiting for the end, moment. right? Yeah, you're, you're just waiting for the end. Constantly in a you're, you're constantly in the search for the ends. You never care about the means to the ends. Like, nobody really cares about that because that's the part where when you do fail and you are humbled by your failures, that should enlighten you to want to do more. And just people are so disconnected with that because they're, they're not confident in themselves to bounce back from those failures because they just live in the shadows of not doing that ever, never failing. They fear failing. So they just never even put themselves in a position to fail in the begin, in the beginning. And then that just, that perpetuates over time. And they just never seem to grab onto anything. And I feel like right now, like what we're doing with these podcasts and we're just, we're shifting from the focus, which was corporate America or uh, get a teaching job, which is like the most fucking chill, easy, good way out. Like you really mm-hmm. know, it's not hyper positive, but it's not too Especially low. a gym teacher. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're I mean, chilling hard. Yeah. It's like, you're not making that much money, but you're, you got quality of life and you can't expect too much out of life, but maybe, you know, you're stuck in this medium place where it stunts your, your Well, you know what the thought process was behind more. that? The thought process was you get three and a half months off in the summer, so I can then I can go do what I want. Yeah. You know? Yeah, as if, like, for three months you do what like you want. Like, I get holidays off so I can chill. Like, I was looking at the time off so I can do, so I can be me. Yeah. It's You know? And, and it's like, fuck that. But, like, who is me? Let me just be right? me every day. Yeah, so for nine months, right? So for nine months straight, you're you're teaching a bunch of kids, and your lifestyle is you know A through Z. Every point in the day, you, you have this one thing, then other thing, blah 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 blah. And as you go through, you you're greasing the groove in your brain and creating these neural pathways that are your comfort zone or are your current 
way of living now. And as you do that, you firm that up and firm that up. So, like, once those three months come, you don't even know who the fuck you are in the freedom world. Like, what, you had this one free Sunday or whatever the hell day it was. It was a Sunday? Yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday, Sunday. right? So you had this free day and you're like, what the fuck do I do with this free time? It was just like, although a blessing to have a day off, it, it kind of scared you. Like, oh, shit, what do I do when I'm not being productive? You know, like, as a teacher, you probably get caught in that nine months of, like, oh, I got to be productive. Maybe you'll have... You're premeditating the summer. You know it's going to be mm-hmm. there. Maybe you'll have a huge trip or something. But, like, you're not necessarily going to be in the position mentally where you're like, oh, I want to capitalize on this thing that I've been exploring or th- this type of... Uh, you know what a lot of them do? You know, <clears throat> They get a second job during the, during the summer. And they work some other bullshit job. Yeah, I mean, then that, that becomes... Because then... it's like, what are you? You're just you're... working. Yeah. You just but... work for people. And now they just want money, really. Because, I mean, why? Why waste that? You have three months off, three consecutive months. It's not like, mm-hmm. I have a total of 90 days. It's like, no, you have 90 days in a row, in a row, to go do whatever the fuck you want to do. Now, you, I mean, I could see people turning that into a great lifestyle. To be honest, I don't even think it's a, the best uh, example because it is pretty damn cool. If you're somebody yes, who does have a, does a, have a handle on what they're going to do for those three months. Well, like, I was just really saying for me, my view of it was do this job. Because of the time off. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So, like, spend your entire life got it, got and it. career doing this job because like of the three time months off. of a year. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, then that is a great example. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, really, at the end of the day, the goal is not to find that end. It is to put an end there as, like, a placeholder. It's just kind of the superficial, like, eh, fuck it. Or I want to go in this direction, right? But your day-to-day should be the thing that gives you life, right? Like, it should be the thing that feeds your curiosity. And, you know, it's up to us to be proactive in that. And, you know, I have no... I have no issues with people who want to do the monotonous test. It kind of makes room for us, people like us, to <clears throat> capitalize and, you know, use this space to our advantage and the fact that nobody's parked here yet. Um, and the people who have parked here are, you know already miles ahead in their own thing and they're very niched and I feel like I like everybody's idea all, all these people that have gone really far in the health and fitness industry and then you have like the Gary V's who are really deep into business and they ha- he has a ph- philosophical approach as well just kind of like you're always to blame you're always accountable this is you like don't listen to people keep keep yourself in in the zone don't let people pull you out of your zone you know we have all these different people but there's no cocktail of all of them Right. And I feel like that takes a culture, not a person. And I don't think there's any cultures out there that are really engulfed in trying to make people better in general without a specific niche or without a specific uh, product that's going to make them better. Like on it, I feel like is a lifestyle brand. They have their yoga. They have their fitness. They have their strength. They have their um, uh, fighting. They also have supplementation. So they have physical products. They have it's the nutrition side now. And then they have podcasting, the podcasting, which goes into deep philosophical thought, which also has a kind of a scientific niche. So when it comes down to working out and nutrition, so they're kind of covering all of the same basis, but they don't have anything about business. There's not much lifestyle besides the fitness and health. Yeah, that right? is true. And I love them for, I love them for what they've done. Right. But I don't think that there's anyone out there who really does the lifestyle thing where everything is open and fair game relationships, you know, things like that, everything that we could possibly go into, family, balancing work life, um, drugs, 
you know, we could go into partying. We could go into those things and kind of dissect them and, and pull out the golden nugget of truth in everything and just kind of make everybody aware that, you know, not everything should be stigmatized because once you do that, you shut the door to conversation. And today we yes, we shut the doors to conversations huge, and everything is little sound bites and <clears throat> quick dismissal. That hits home to me. Yeah, man, it's quick dismissal. Very, very quick. Everyone's like, oh, well, that, fuck that. You know, and I know exactly what you're as talking about. As soon as there's stigma for something, all the doors of studying it is gone. Yeah. And that's it, what happened me, for. Uh, I get fed up with that, man. With uh, LSD. Oh, yeah. yeah. LSD, all of a sudden. Was it LSD? Yeah, no, it was. It was. There was a huge stigma mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. And, and then, all of a sudden, all the doors shut, and my camera just shut off. Your camera just shut I off. So I guess too. you're done filming. Yeah. Uh, there was a huge stigma about LSD, and as soon as that hit, all studies of it were done. And the scientists who were studying it and trying to find, you know, what was this? What can it do? What can we use it in the future? Mm-hmm. They had to stop studying it. So as soon as they stopped studying it, because they were looked at, if you, this was, what are we talking, the 60s? Or uh, 60s, 70s. Okay, so in the 60s or 70s, this huge government-applied stigma came down on LSD. It was all of a sudden illegal. You're horrible if you take it. You sh- you're not a family person. And... All the scientists who were studying LSD had to stop because if you still wanted to continue studying it, just to try and figure out, you know, what great advantage could this be used for in the future, uh, you were you were discredited. All the scientific stuff you've ever created, you were discredited. So from the 60s until maybe the early 2000s, LSD... Um, 60s, but yeah. Yeah, LSD it. studying was completely stopped because of a stigma. Where could we have been in those 40, 50 years if LSD was studied? Unreal. Imagine what we could, like, things we could use it for. Dude, Who the knows? PTSD. Dude? Now we're 50 years behind yeah. in LSD studying and medication because of a stigma. Yeah. It's Think all, about that. That's exactly. fucking crazy. And nobody's able to have that open dialogue. There's no formal. No, because if you have that open dialogue, everyone shuts you down. Yeah. Oh, don't listen to this guy anymore. He, he studies LSD. Exactly. And this is. Again, I'm going to keep routing it back because I feel like this podcast has been oriented around what we're trying to do. And I think we haven't gone into hyper detail prior to this. So I think this one podcast has been pretty dedicated to our message and our mission. Um, we want to open the doors to things that might be intriguing and might have potential purpose in society and might just for the better good of everyone. And I think although there are things that have negative repercussions like alcohol drinking too much alcohol will get you fucked up and can potentially kill you too much anything will fuck you up too much water will kill you exactly but like these things that are fun and we do kind of semi-glorify them right so like with kratom we glorify because there is something great about it because we take the good level exactly we take the two to four grams yes so it's about being accountable for what you do and how you preach it to people because then your words could then be dissected and try to try to get understood by somebody who's objectively reading them but if you go in with a subjective bias then you're not welcome in our club you're just you know like you want to call it that yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it like you're just not welcome in here because if your mind is not turned on to everything opened up to everything then you're never going to be able to assess anything yeah you can't have the conversation you don't have the tools you're closed and you get you get emotionally attached to things that yeah. you think is your way exactly and actually that's a it's all I feel like that's what we're seeing in in politics now Hundred percent. It's red team versus blue team. Yep. You know, this is like, my side, and I'm not, I don't have an open mind to anything. And yeah, it's almost as if like, for some reason, for some reason, I don't like high taxes because the government is really inefficient with my money. 
Yes. By the way, abortion is really, really <laughs> immoral. Okay. It's like, well, what, where the fuck did that come from? No, those two are irrelevant. How about you have an open mind about both of those? Because I've never met anybody who was like, I'm a hardcore Republican, who then also is like, no, but I'm pro-choice, though. I think I'm definitely pro-choice. And pro-weed and gay marriage. Yeah, dude, fuck whoever you want. Like, I don't care. You know? You marry whoever you want. Who cares? Yeah, it's very They're not sided. open like that. Well, it's, it's just because you're closed. There's a stigma of what a Republican's supposed to be and a stigma of what a Democrat should be. Mm-hmm. And people are glued to it glued to it and it's causing fucking it's causing a shit show yeah in this country exactly and you could boil that down to anything that there's a stigma to anything that there's a stigma close the discussion literally close the discussion because then it's just you fighting your beliefs over someone else's beliefs and the fighting doesn't come to a conclusion no it's just fighting over bits. stigma or fighting over your side and his side doesn't come to conclusions no and you know where i saw that perfectly on uh caitlin watched a series on netflix I cannot remember what it's called. I'll have to ask her and bring it up the next podcast. <laughs> but basically, it was uh, this guy who was getting accused of pushing his wife down the staircase, and she died. It's a real story. Real cameras. Are you searching it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Guy pushed his yeah, wife down I the stairs. So it's a documentary of his life and his uh, trial and his court cases and everything. The staircase? Yes. <laughs> that was easy. That's what it is. The Staircase on Netflix. Great documentary. So at one point, the, what is it? The attorney, uh, like. I don't know, dude. Didn't see it. No, no, no. Who defend, the defendant. The attorney. Attorney and the. The defense attorney and then there's the, uh, fuck. Like who battles each other? So much for that. De- uh, da, 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 defense attorney and. You have the defendant. The other lawyer. Whoever the other lawyer yeah. is. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyways. One side versus the other side. So this guy committed this murder, right? He committed a murder. Yeah. And these two sides were, instead of working together to figure this out and figure out did he not do it or did he do it, they were like battling each other. And what is that music? It's outside. I don't know. That's so weird. Yeah, that's weird. They were battling each other on like he said, she said... And just stupid shit, and they were going back and forth, throwing in legal terms and trying to find loops. And it was almost like the guy who committed the murder was chilling back and sitting and not doing anything and just, like, looking around. While all these lawyers had a stigma, and this was their side. They were on the defendant's side, and that's it. No other way, and I'm going to defend this till I die. And the other side, the same thing. And they were just fighting back and forth the entire documentary. And I was looking at this, and I was like, these are all smart people of the law. All of them. No matter what side you're on. Imagine if they just worked together and gathered all the evidence and worked together and open-mindedly trying to figure this out. They would succeed, I feel, at such a higher rate than just fighting each other. Because then they were pulling, they were just pulling stupid laws and evidence and you said this wrong so we can't use this Mm -hmm. for that. But it's like, guys, there was a fucking murder, a life lost. Two lives, actually. And you're just bickering back and forth over stupidity. Drop your stigma. Drop your sides. Stop being on this side or this side. And work together for the main purpose of did he do it or did he not? And then if he did and if he didn't, what's the next step in his life? What should we do with this human being? Yeah. And I feel like it's like that in politics too. 100%. Could not be more accurate. You glued to one side and you won't fucking move. And you're glued to one side and you won't fucking move. Where there's no... 
<laughs> there's I mean, no moving forward. Yeah, I mean, with that, I mean, there's ego and there's money, right? So those are the yes, two I mean, biggest of course forces. It's money. It's, you can't break those. Those are the the most impenetrable forces. Like steel is weaker yeah. than those. So I guess bonds. what we're saying is just the open mind and the drop of stigma and listening to what are the and what, ego yeah, and like ego. Stigma yeah, stigma is tied to. That's ego. what creates the open mind and the progressiveness and the forward and the forward movement of society or even smaller of yourself yeah i mean it boils it goes all the way down the the chart yeah from micro but, to macro yeah and i th- i think this is where the key the key term young minds comes in because it's very hard to teach an old dog new tricks and for us i feel like when you have a relatively clean slate and you don't have much obligation or or anything that you've already hardlined into your life that like needs to stay there like you know if you're 16 and younger if, or if you're Let's say you're 22 and younger. Let's let's use that age. You probably don't have a kid. Probably. Yeah. You know, and like you don't have baggage. You don't. You're not married. I mean, some people surprise you, but like majority. You're not majority. Yeah. So you don't owe anybody. <laughs> you don't owe anybody your your time. You're not accountable for other people. So to have an open mind is really the only option. You know, like if you're older and you've you've kind of subjectively fell into this this one way of life like he, you're just you're this blue collar worker who only he has they have no resume anywhere else they just went strictly into electric they were an electrician right they went immediately into that uh they went to trade school and that's the only thing that they have experience in and um now they got married they have kids they have a house and now they they rely on that income of that person to to feed the family and to pay off the house and do all this shit now they're locked in right they can't have an open mind to necessarily change it right so say now we don't need electricians anymore we've built robots that do what electricians do and now the electrician has nothing else to do they're going to fight against that new technology they're going to fight against the people that are are pulling them away even though for the better good we would rather have a perfect machine a robot do this efficient I, I know electrician is a horrible fucking example for this, but like but if the it. robot can do point. a better job and is flawless and you know the outcome is going to be perfect every time, for the better good, we'd want the robot. But for the better good of the individual, that person's going to guard that because it's, I mean, it's their livelihood. This is what they do for a living. And I feel like that's also the same, that parallel goes to Congress and the people who are making laws and the left side and the right side you know, your blue versus red these people are make are making their money through lobbyists and these lobbyists have one way that they want things to go and nothing's going to break it they're not open to a conversation because they don't have the best interest of the the citizen in their mind so they're not open to any of this they're stuck in a rut so when you take young people the only way you really want to overhaul the system is not fight force but just kind of wait it out until we get a new fresh set of brains in there or not even a new fresh set of brains, but like just slowly but surely dropping new little brains in there that are open and uh, not tied to old ways. That's the only way we're going to be able to change people systematically. You know, so all these things that we're fighting upstream to do, like to get access to healthy gum, I have to go order it online from Canada. Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's what I have to do in order to have healthy chewing gum. You know, and like all these things are set in place because other people have their their stubbornness and their greed and their their egos tied into this machine, which doesn't or this uh, this system that doesn't want 
what's best for the individual, but it wants what's best for the wallet or for that one person or for that group of people. And this is our issue here because there's so many ways to live life where it's symbiotic with everybody. It it complements our biology, it complements our moods, it complements our happiness, it complements the health of society as a whole. There's so many different things that we could do that could amplify that and make society better and flourish. But we're not doing that because we have all these things stuck in place. Because, me, 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 and the this glue, is my side. And that glue is the ego. The glue that binds all that together is the ego and it's it's obligation and i feel like there's so many ways that we could get around that although it would be very fucking hard because we have so many people in those positions mm -hmm. that are stuck in there and they're not going to get out and who's going to pull them out money rules the world you know they are, they have all the money so like no one's grabbing it and you know for us it's up to us to try to push a movement of people who are really well, we willing could build, to build like our website where yeah. once it's running all you guys should sign up to be members join the community we got to build a community of like-minded people who want to just you know grow with knowledge grow as a person and and, and share and share yeah you know as share your grow. information we want to hear your stuff too yeah, like what if you are one of us in the sense that you're trying to research things on your own and you don't need a, a curriculum you just yours you're interested just yeah by you don't need anyone to tell you what to come learn. in let's go let's all fucking work together like be one of us come podcast with us let's get the word out who the fuck cares i don't care how this goes down all i want is for everybody to be part of a community and that's all i want you know i we're raised in long island new york for some reason fitness and health is not a big thing here the way that it is in other places yeah, you know really. and I don't have a sense of community and I'm kind of stuck here for right now. I could totally leave if I wanted to, but like I want to help change everybody. And by everybody, I mean on a macro scale, I want to help change the world. I want to change the direction of the world. And I feel like the more people you get, the more people we could pull on these mediums like our social media and podcasting. I feel like it'd be such, it's such an easy tool to get behind because everybody has access to it. And the community will just grow because our mission is organic, it's real, it's authentic, and we have nothing in place here that's like, hey, we're trying to make money real quick and get these get yeah. No, get this is not schemes. the way to make money. Real I want to be full. <laughs> I want to be fully. You should attentive. not start a podcast. Yeah, no. If you're starting to make money real quick, for real, I want to be fully attentive. You know, on what I'm doing, and I don't want to have to work fifty fifty, being fifty fifty with my job, which is towards a goal that I don't want. Or doing this, making sufficient money to stay alive and to live my life and have a meaningful life in some way. But also my, my ultimate thing is just to build community. And however we get there is, you know, it's going to be dictated by the evolution of this whole entire young minds approach, what we've been doing. Um, and then just capitalize on the feedback that we get. And we hope that whoever's listening can, uh, you know join us and help us with this give us feedback and give us reach out inspire us we're not perfect you know we're not at the top of this fucking pyramid here there is no pyramid this is a wide open field and we're all just trying to optimize yeah, this life. we're just the ones with the microphone yeah and we're just That's the ones like it. fuck it someone's got to do something so we're this is what we're doing we're doing this by creating a hub for people to apply their curious unrelenting brains for mm -hmm. knowledge so with that being said I think we're going to wrap it up here. Mm -hmm. If yeah, you could take I, anything I, away from this podcast, it would be, A, obviously, the aspartame. Uh, read your ingredients. See if you could take that out of your chapstick and your gum. Mm -hmm. It might 
change you better for the future? Yeah. And influence uh, you? quick, yeah. So 90% of your neurotransmitters in your brain, your, your chemicals that influence mood are produced in your gut. Yes, and your gut I heard about that. Influenced That's by, actually recently yeah, found. Yeah, very recently, like within that your two or three hormones years. are produced in your gut. Your neurotransmitters. Neuro, neurotransmitters. neurotransmitters. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And those are going to affect your brain because they are what you perceive. Like the higher levels of dopamine, yeah, higher levels crazy? of serotonin. That is your good feeling. Those are they translate directly into feelings. And remember, and, remember the old saying: "I feel it in my gut." Yeah. They Think about where the something. fuck that came from. Think they about that. They were onto something. And they didn't even have the science. There was no science back then when they it's, came up with that saying. It's unreal. So, but that's, that's when you're crazy. in tune with your body. So you're you're intellectual in a different way, right? So, like, you're intellectually aware yeah, you of have no choice what's but happening. To be. But you don't know exactly what mechanism. You don't know serotonin, dopamine, cortisol. You don't understand yeah. those. But you do understand that when I eat these foods, I feel something in my stomach and then that also correlates to what I feel in my brain. Wow, that's so, so cool. bup, 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 I'm just bup. thinking about it now. It's, it's flowing my crazy. mind. Yeah, because it's like a totally different paradigm. They don't have science to fall back on. Me, I Google it and say, all right, well, what, what neurotransmitters are produced after <laughs> eating this? And then that's my explanation as opposed to someone just saying anecdotally, I feel it in my gut because my stomach feels different and my brain is receiving different signals and there's got to be something connected, you know? And, uh, you know, this is all about being in tune and being open-minded, again, to whatever it is that you're looking to achieve and whatever you're looking to learn. Um, yeah, guys, we are – well, I am. I don't know about you, dude, but I'm falling asleep. I don't know what's going on. My yeah, brain no, I'm is tired. shutting Well, you off. only have four hours of sleep. This kratom. Yeah, so sorry, guys, if we were a little slow on this one today. <laughs> I don't think we were. Um, that was pretty decent. I, I, I felt good, but I just felt a little – Yeah. Like well, I'm you staring sleep, at you and boy. my eyes are like disappearing. You need your sleep. Yeah. So uh, – we wanted to get one out here. Just came back from my vacay, so I wanted to get immediately on this fucking microphones. We got our... I don't know if that shut off, but... Our camera the, shut the off. Camera we shut bought off. these new cameras to set them up and film so we could upload on YouTube our podcast, and they apparently shut off at the hour mark. Yeah. So we'll have to figure that, that out. That was an hour? It was. It, they shut off at the hour mark, I'll take yeah. That. I'll take that. For now. Yeah. For now. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, guys. Thanks again for your ears. We love you. Don't forget to scroll down on Apple Podcasts. Uh, look at the five-star rating. Uh, yeah, you could click all five if you'd like. I'd really appreciate that. But give us your honest so feedback. Again, we, aggressive. Yeah. No, but honestly, <laughs> whatever you feel we deserve, fucking do it, man. We're just going to evolve, and we're going to take your feedback, and we're going to run with it. So there's uh, no love lost here. Just yeah. uh, make sure to leave your name so we know who not to like. Oh. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next episode, which is tomorrow. Bye. I'm not fucking leaving.